today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Very, uh, I don't know if people are surprised about this or not. I think I kind of am. Bill Cosby convicted yesterday of drugging and molesting a woman Toronto native, Andrea Constand. Uh, and, and, well, let's listen to some clips. First, here is uh, Cosby accuser, uh, Lise Latte Lublin. He didn't look like the massive man that he was portrayed as from the past. So it was really kind of sad to see him that way. And uh, attorney Lily Bernard. Today, this jury has shown that the Me Too, what the Me Too movement has saying is that women are worthy of being believed. Let's bring in Jordan Donich, criminal lawyer, Donich Law, and he is with us now. Jordan, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Glad to be here. Are you surprised at this, at this uh, conviction? Um, you know, in my business, I've come to accept that nothing surprises me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, I think what it tells people is that no matter, you know, how long ago these allegations were, as long as you fall within a limitation period, um, that, you know, people will be and can be believed and found guilty. And I think that's what it tells everyone. Uh, is the, it, was that the biggest issue here was the length of time between offenses and, and coming to trial? It's part of it, and that's what we're seeing now, a rise of what you know, we call historical sexual assault allegations. So everyone who feels or who may have been sexually assaulted perhaps decades ago is, is now reporting it when they perhaps wouldn't otherwise. And that's a factor because over time memory fades. So that definitely was a consideration uh, by the jury here. Why this time a conviction? I mean, there's certainly a long history of this with Cosby. Why now? So, I mean, that's something, truthfully, only the jury really knows. And that's what was discussed in that room. Um, the point is this. The point is uh, uh, the decision means that the rules were followed, that due process was done, and that there's enough to substantiate a conviction. And that's really all that matters. As to the exact mechanics of that, we may never know for sure. Uh, the Me Too movement, how much an influence in this case this time? So that's certainly, uh, I think, something the defense lawyer would argue, right? At least at the jury selection process to make sure that you have impartial jurors so that you have people that perhaps aren't, uh, you know, prejudicial. Um, So I I don't think the Me Too movement itself um, is influential on the verdict. Um, I think it's the opposite. I think the verdict supports the Me Too movement. I think that's the correct analysis. Well, in the end, laws really haven't changed, but his attitude changed. That's right. So so laws are laws, but I think, I mean, and it's difficult, right? It's very difficult in this business because there are real victims and um, there, there are bad people. Um, but there's also uh, situations where it's difficult to determine that. And I mean, we have to remember uh, our system is built on the principle that nine uh, um, guilty people should walk before we send an innocent person to jail, right? And that's kind of what undermines all of this. And that's the battle we're seeing between everyone uh, in this process. What about an appeal? So an appeal will happen uh, uh, for sure, uh, simply uh, because, uh, I mean, he's at a stage in his life where he probably doesn't want to go to jail. Uh, for the rest of his life, uh, given the potential sentences he's facing. So an appeal is, is for certain. 
uh, the merits of it, though, is going to be the question. And that's what we're going to find out in the coming days. What is the basis for this appeal? What is supporting it? Is it, uh, is it founded in legal principle? And, and, and does it have a chance of success? And that's what we're going to find out. How do you think this, res- this conviction resonates with America? Um, again, so there's uh, two kind of competing arguments in schools of thought, right? Um, it, I mean, it sends a message, again, that you can be convicted for a conduct where there's very little evidence other than perhaps testimony. So when I say little evidence, I mean no video surveillance, right? I mean no perhaps uh, blood or things, things of that nature. So strictly on testimony alone, it sends a message that really um, um, that the system is becoming more and more, at least with these offenses, about a credibility contest between the accused and the complainant. And that's scary uh, in certain circumstances for an accused person. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.